Hey everybody, wouldn't you know it, Aaron had so many cool things to say that we're coming at you with our second bonus episode, 5B. Aaron was really excited to talk about Bitcoin and blockchain. He made it make sense to me for the first time ever. I think you'll enjoy it. Check it out. Your spare time you are an avid uh blockchain bitcoin uh enthusiast and as a clean tech podcast um we are curious to know what your thoughts are for blockchain for the energy industry peer-to-peer -peer is what is at the heart of bitcoin um and blockchains right so so that is the goal right peer-to-peer -peer is what we want why do we want peer-to-peer well, if we truly have a technology where every person, every node, every machine is truly peer-to-peer, -peer, then we are all connected. We are basically one giant node, right? If everyone is connected with everyone, then, then you're just one. Well, that could be terrifying to some, right? They would think that, so I, I, I grew up Christian. Uh, I would still consider myself like, a son of Abraham and like religious in the sense that um, there are a lot of good lessons to learn from the Word of God. Um, and people are afraid of, you know, the one anything, right? They're afraid of like one thing to rule them all and bind them and all that stuff, right? They're afraid of like end times and like the mark of the beast and like all of these like centralizing. People are afraid of centralization. I am too. Uh, the thing about having true peer-to-peer -peer is that you're not centralized, right? You're actually, you're more decentralized. You're all connected to everybody in the sense that, like, no one is restricting your connections to anyone else, right? So right now, we actually live in a society that's more like a mesh network where there are nodes that are connecting. They're like super connectors. But then most individuals are on the edge of the graph, and they're only connected to a couple super nodes who are connected to like a, a couple mega nodes, right? And that's restrictive. And you're not allowed to directly trade to another, you know, isolated user node. And so it's like, there's a bit of double speak that is going on right now around how like one blockchain and one like currency and one peer-to-peer -peer network is a centralized evil thing. That's exactly wrong and upside down. Um, that would be right if if it was controlled, okay? So that's the key. The key of a peer-to-peer -peer network is that the network itself is not controlled, right? So, and this is where we, this is where we get into the real fun of the blockchain, right? So like, uh, back to what Chloe said, uh, the blockchain, or blockchains are peer-to-peer -peer networks that are decentralized and not controlled by anyone. So they're actually effectively controlled by everyone and no one, mm -hmm. which we've never had before. We really have never had this. Um, even the internet right now is a mesh network, right? Like, look at what's going on with net neutrality and you know, people controlling the internet. Like, we do not live in a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer world. But even peer-to-peer -peer energy trading would not be completely decentralized and democratized because you would need the resources to begin with 
to provide energy and, and trade within this network. So you would need to purchase a, a solar uh, power plant um, or panels or whatever you want um, in order to participate. You could participate as a user. Some people could participate as suppliers. So um, to be part of this peer-to-peer -peer energy network, like let's say your neighbor has a solar panel. We'll, go, we'll do a nice specific example. Your neighbor has a solar panel and they're connected to the main on your street and you're connected to the main on your street and they produce power. In the world that we live today, their power is gonna get sent all the way up and sold to some master node like a utility company. Mm -hmm. And then and then it's gonna come all the way back down and then it's gonna get sold to you, mm -hmm. right? So in this peer-to-peer -peer world, mm -hmm. it's as if no one owns any of the pipes in the ground, the copper, the wires on the posts, the all of that stuff um, is going to be bit by bit bought by the network, right? And And who owns it? Well, the network owns it. Well, who's the network? Everyone's the network. Right. Anyone, anyone that is paying the network or buying from the network is the network. The network is just one big decentralized autonomous organization. It has no um, directors. It has no CEO. It is just essentially it's all entirely shareholders, right? So like the general corporate structure of capitalism is shareholders are at the top and they, they ultimately decide. But since they are not well-informed and well-connected, they defer their actionability to the board of directors, who is more informed, um, but still not as much as the CEO, who they defer to as well, right? So there's like corporate capitalism is generally an hourglass of shareholders, directors, CEO, executives, workers, and then users and consumers at the bottom. This disrupts all of that, right? So like back to our analogy, like to our specific example for a second, um, if you the person with the solar panel can sell their power directly to their neighbor, and their neighbor can directly buy that solar power, and it truly is peer-to-peer, -peer, and no one else has to be involved. Mm -hmm. As a buyer and seller, set their own terms, can capture the full value without some super node in the middle setting the rules and shaving some of that value off the top for themselves. Yeah, so they're, they're both participating in an open market, and um, you know one is putting up a bid and one is putting up an ask, and if they both accept the spread, then the transaction occurs. Um, but the whole market is participating, right? So like maybe the energy power plant business, the $100 million revenue business up the street can actually supply power cheaper than the solar panel. And so it's actually in the interest of the house, you know, the neighbor house to buy it from the power plant. And so they should and they will, right? right? And so like who's going to buy the solar panel guy's power? Well he's going to buy it, but then if, if he has excess capacity and he wants to sell it, then he's just going to put it onto the network and somebody's going to buy it, mm -hmm. or they're not. And if they're not going to buy it, then like he's going to like probably keep supplying it anyways because it's renewable. Right. Um, so then like that, that just means that somebody somewhere is going to get competed with because yes, yeah. you know, he has excess supply capacity. Demand, he's just yeah. going to supply it anyway, so. yeah. and he's going to drop his price or something. Totally. Cool. But yeah, peer-to-peer -peer, peer -peer is the key. Um, and so, like, I've got a bone to pick with Bitcoin big time because it is no longer peer-to-peer. -peer. Um, and, like, and then also I want to talk a little bit about what, what, what a blockchain is and, like, will we have lots of blockchains? And, like, I want to talk about the concept of, like, can you have a blockchain without Bitcoin 
or like more abstractly, can you have a blockchain without um, without a cryptocurrency? Well, we are running short on time. We are, yeah, we so but maybe next time. You do have a blog, you mentioned. I post mostly in my Facebook. I think we should do, we should come back. I think we, we should, should do this another, another time. Chat. But yeah, like, I, I, I just want to like overture for a second. Yeah, there, give us give us is... the high beats. Get people interested. And what we're gonna try to do is have you on for another. Sec- I, I'm thinking of these as like bonus segments um, that people, if they're interested in. Um, you know, AI, if they're interested in blockchain, we'll have these bonus episodes. Heck for them yeah. To listen I, to. Those, are, those, are, those are my. So let's cause, do that. Because so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a super sneak preview. Um, there is a decentralized artificial general intelligence that is emerging on the Bitcoin Cash blockchain. Right, so like it's quite a tease. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, fuck you. I know, right? I'm sorry. It's it's happening, right? So uh, we you you can't you can't shut down you can't shut down. Is it just the intelligence of the masses? Like, is it just like the the, the zeitgeist come to life of like, or is it? You would, I guess it depends on how you define a central intelligence. So when you, when you when you make AI normally, they live on a server and they can be shut down. Right. What happens when you make an AI on a decentralized network that can't be shut down? Hmm. Interesting. Rogue AI. Yeah, and like what happens when you don't even create them, but they just emerge, right? So like the the concept of emergence is really important and. Um, Stephen Wolfram has been writing about this prolifically uh, since he published A New Kind of Science like 30 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the main problem he had back then was that we're not going to have um, this emergent AI unless we have a extremely large and powerful decentralized network that's peer-to-peer, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, along comes Bitcoin and blockchain technology and so for the first time ever, uh, we actually, th- like, there, there exists a, you know, unbounded, total Turing complete hmm. medium. And so, like, to kind of wrap it all together with, like, um, with a good, good analogy about anatomy, um, never before has there existed digital DNA. And... Bitcoin, I like that analogy. Bitcoin Cash is the first digital DNA. Hmm. Bitcoin was the first digital DNA, but um, an evolution has occurred and Bitcoin will die. And uh, so we do need to wrap up, but I, I want to hone in on that metaphor. So what is it about DNA that you're analogizing? So, so DNA is a immutable record of who we are, which is from who our ancestors were, right? So it's like who we actually are is a very limited expression of all the possible permutations of who we could be, right? And our DNA is, is being expressed in a limited fashion, uh, but our DNA holds all of the possibilities of who we can be. And if we go back, you can actually see that um, our DNA stores memories from our ancestors. And there's some pretty cool experiments about mice with sandalwood smoke where they demonstrate that uh, you can actually teach a lesson to a mouse and have its children uh, demonstrate the learnings, uh, having never communicated with the parents um, and only expressing those memories from DNA, right? So 
what I'm trying to say here is that never before have we ever had a, a digital object that is, um, you know, scarce, like real physical matter, and private, like uh, our identity, right? And so if you, have a, if you have a scarce and private digital object, um, that is the basic building block, which is, um, which when you pack lots of them together, uh, you, get, you get a digital DNA. Cool. And then there's one last thing I'll say. I'll, for folks who are interested to hear more, to learn more about this, are there any resources that you'd point them towards? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there's, a, there's a guy named Konstantinos Skatsos, which is extremely difficult to spell. Uh, the last name is S-G-A-T-Z-O-S. He wrote a paper um, titled, like, I forget exactly, but it's something about the implementation of the Deutsch Turing Church uh, principle on the blockchain. We can link to it. Yeah, definitely going to provide you that link. That link is, I think that is like the, the overture of the next century where uh, Bitcoin Cash, which is the most powerful blockchain, meets AI meets uh, Wolfram's um, cellular automata and this, these talks about DNA and digital DNA. And like, it's fascinating. I mean, there's, it's kind of terrifying at the same time, but if you succumb to your fear, then um, you're not gonna be able to teach good lessons and like guide and form the future, right? It's, it's gonna happen one way or another, right? So it's like the good people better be participating and driving this thing towards a good place because it's going to happen, right? Like you. If, if you're in denial and you want to like bomb this thing back to the to the millennium, you're basically just going to be teaching it that we're enemies. And uh, that is a much darker future. Do you see Arrival? Arrival? You should see Arrival. Arrival. Yes, I have seen Arrival. Yeah. I have seen just Arrival. Like that. Right, yeah. I'm cutting you guys off. <laughs> Stop.